You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all major league baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. On today's episode, we talk about this so-called proposal that's going around. Not 100% sure what to make of it. And also, I answer a reader's question who is having a bit of a crisis. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available wherever you get your podcasts. When you're staying at home, being smart during these trying times, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB or check out some of the other great shows of the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. We're on Twitter at Locked On MLB underscore net. We're on Instagram at Locked On MLB. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So, yeah, the posturing has been going on, and I think. I honestly believe that a big reason why a lot of the, at least the stuff being leaked to the press, has been that of the commissioner trying to strike a deal and maybe even meeting the players, if not halfway, then at least some of the way over there, then, you know, I think it's partly because the fan vitriol spilled towards Manfred instead of always being against the players. I honestly believe that. And I also think that he realized if you can't win the battle in the press, then let's figure something out. Now, baseball proposed a 60-game schedule, 6-0, that would start, I guess, in July. That's pretty soon. Day after tomorrow is late June, okay? I don't know where everyone is. And... That means it would be a shortened season, but an expanded postseason. There would also be a universal DH for this season and next. And let's face it, if they do that, then that's it for pitchers hitting. I find that sad. Not because I'm a blind traditionalist. There's a lot of baseball tradition that I'm all for eradicating. Give me robot umps now. Uh, I'm a fan of expansion. I'm a fan of colorful uniforms. I happen to like a DH in one league and no DH in the other. I think it's a quirk. Baseball works with quirks. Boy, that was not intended to be a rhyme. You know, there you go. It's a little Jamie Quirk reference. There are other things there, like baseball can't sue grievances. Anytime I hear something like that, that means the other side is admitting they're wrong. There's going to be corporate logos on the uniforms. I'm not a fan of that. If it's a Nike swoosh or something like that, I'm, I'm not thrilled with it, but I'm also not going to die on that hill. You know, most countries have uniforms that have some sort of a sponsorship on it. Now, I'd rather a baseball player not look like a NASCAR driver. But that being said, you know what? We have sponsorships on our Little League uniforms, and they have sponsorships on uniforms, sports uniforms in Germany and in Asia, like in Japan and in Korea, and curve flattened there a lot better than flattened here. Not that there's a correlation between those two, but you know what? I don't want it, and I don't want 
a universal DH. But I also have to be honest with myself on some other things. I didn't want a wild card. I guarantee you that if I were hanging around the late 60s, I wouldn't have wanted divisions. I've been wrong sometimes. And the main thing is, I want baseball. And if baseball is going to come back with a universal DH, I'm not going to be a fan of that, but I'll be a fan of baseball. Now, an interesting thing about a 60-game schedule. Apparently, the players are countering with a 70-game schedule. Hey, here's an idea. Make it 65. Make it 65. Because in the end, I think that if they propose 60 games, 70 games, 190 games, or three, it's not going to matter much because of all the COVID stuff. I'm not trying to be a buzzkill here, but that's still going on, in case you forgot. But if they're going to come up with an agreement, then come up with an agreement and then let the COVID stop it. If you're going to come up with a CBA, come up with one and then have the health officials say, sorry, you can't swim in the pool. I've been very, very clear that I want baseball just not at the expense of health and safety. I want to go to the movies. I want to go to the beach. I want to see my friends who I haven't seen in months and give them a big old hug and meet over at the place in South Pasadena and get some fish and chips. I want all that. But I also know that there's this thing going on. My desire to have baseball be stopped has always been because of COVID, not because of anything to do with a labor dispute. And as I said back in April of 2019, baseball cannot lose a single game because of a labor dispute. Health, safety, rain, events that go beyond the game, yes. But not because of a labor dispute. And even though I side with the players on almost every topic... My message to the Players Association is, as always, work something out. Work out a CBA. Work out something so this is not in the news for the next five or six years so you can grow the game. And then turn around and say, can we play? And the health inspector says no. Then you say, well, we can't play. It's not safe. It never becomes we can't play because of labor. If the schedule is 60 games... Here's something interesting. Going back to 2019, I want to see what the results of a season would be with a 60-game schedule. Now, of course, with 60 games, you may not play it exactly the same way if you know that's all you got. So this is not 100% accurate, of course. But if you expanded the playoffs to 16 teams, 16 teams to play some sort of a round-robin tournament to win the title, first of all, then you can never hear anything from the people who say, like, well, you know, most of the teams don't have a shot to make the playoffs. All those people would have to instantly shut up. Do you know why? Most of the teams would be in the playoffs. 16 teams? What's that's 16 teams. 
There are 30 teams altogether. If 16 of them are in the playoffs, that means, guess what? Most of the teams are in the playoffs. I do believe that baseball needs to expand by two markets. That way you would be able to have two 16-team leagues or maybe four, uh, what would that be? That would be four 18 divisions or something like that. It's easier. You also wouldn't have an interleague game every day. Or maybe, as I said, now is the time to do a radical realignment. But here's something that's interesting. I took all of Major League Baseball and what every team's record was after 60 games last year. I threw divisions in the dumpster and I just seeded them. The top eight teams in the American League, top eight teams in the National League. And an interesting thing happened. You would have, let's say you'd have the, the top seed of the American League play the eighth seed in the American League. That would be the Astros versus the A's. This is with the record after 60 games. The A's were a 500 team. The Astros were running away with it. You would have an Astros-A's first-round matchup. The Twins and the Indians would be a first-round matchup. The Rays and the Rangers would be a first-round matchup. And guess what? So would the Red Sox and the Yankees. That's right. The Red Sox, for all their disappointment last year, would have been a number six seed. In the National League, you would have had the top-ranked Dodgers play the Diamondbacks, 1-8. The 2-7 matchup would be the Brewers and the Rockies, a storied rivalry, who actually did face each other in the 2018 postseason. The Braves and the Phillies would have been a 4-5 matchup, and guess what 3-6 would have been? Cubs-Cardinals. Look it. Some of those would be pretty exciting. I think there would be a best-of-three series. Best-of-three series, Red Sox-Yankees. Best-of-three series, A's-Astros. Cubs-Cardinals. Phillies-Braves. Twins-Indians. Some of those would be pretty dang cool. What did you notice about those groupings? I bet one of you noticed. No Nationals. The Washington Nationals. The team that won the World Series last year would not make a 16-team tournament after 60 games. Because after 60 games, the Washington Nationals were 27 and 33. That's not good. They would have been on the outside looking in. I'd be excited by that. You could get me to watch that. That'd be fun. I don't think it's going to happen. I still don't think this season's going to happen at all. But sometimes you got to make it so the decision is made not by you. This reminds me of a time when I was working at a company making videos and there was some person was insisting that they told me that something had to be done a day in advance. Never did. Never did. And I knew this person was full of it and was posturing. And I had the receipts and the emails to show that he never did say that. But here's the deal. I did it anyway. I did get it done a day in advance. I turned it in and then spoke to my supervisor and said, 
hey, look it, he was saying he needed to stay. He actually said the exact opposite. But I didn't want the story to be, and Sully didn't turn in the project. I wanted to remove that from the narrative. We gave Sully this job. We wanted it on Thursday. and But then a bunch of people felt they wanted it on Wednesday. Sully delivered it then, but then had the conversation of, let's have a clear chain of command. This is the equivalent of what baseball has to do. Solve the CBA stuff while there's no games going on, and you can honestly blame the virus. And then if games are stopped, the narrative never comes back to, well, it was negotiations that stopped it. You can say it was beauty that killed the beast. But there's another thing that's going on here that pretty soon I'm going to talk to you about because it has to do with a mindset and a mindset that we may all just have. Let me tell you something. I want to go out to some of those restaurants. I want to go out to see my friends. Can't quite do that. I'm still right home right now. I don't care what they're opening up. I'm staying home. But I am going to use Postmates to get myself something delicious from one of those places that I love downtown. Lots of great places to get food in Pasadena. Lots of delicious stuff. And I intend to eat most of it. Now, here's the deal. Postmates can get you that food, including that fish and chips, which I crave. And they can be delivered without leaving the house. They won't, you won't even have to open the door. They have non-contact delivery. So now when I order my fish and chips, everything gets left right outside the door. They have Postmate pickups, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. you got to be supporting your local neighborhood spots right now. And I've been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And it doesn't just deliver my fish and chips. They actually make my life easier by picking everything up that I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off right outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your delivery, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. When you download the Postmates app, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Let me tell you something I got the other day. I read Twitter a lot. That's my... uh, I guess that's my social media of choice now that I think about it. And one of the Twitter followers I have is a guy named Jeff Cohen. Never met him. At JLC1962-2000. Now, normally when you have a couple letters and eight numbers right after it, that is a Russian bot. But 1962-2000 are two years that are significant for Mets fans. The first year the Mets existed, 62 in the year they went to the World Series against the Yankees, 2000. Now, if he's a bot, he's a really good bot. Jeff Cohen writes me a bunch of things. And the other day, he just cut to the chase. He said, hey, Sully, there's so much wrong in baseball, yet I still love it. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I get it. Here's the deal. There's nothing wrong with baseball. Nothing. Never have been. Baseball has always been wonderful 
and always been perfect in its imperfection. Some of you may just have driven off the road when I said something like that. But no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with baseball. Never has been. Now let me make sure I'm clear what I'm saying. Organized baseball, Major League Baseball, the people running baseball, the people in charge, the people who have set up the leagues, and oh, there's lots of problems with them. And throughout history, those problems have come to the forefront economically, socially, racially, sexually, all these things. And they've created things, made horrible decisions based on greed, horrible decisions based upon prejudices and social cowardice. And sometimes they make the right decision, and we congratulate them for that. And sometimes they make horrific decisions. Sometimes you look at them and say, how are you screwing up this badly? And why do I keep coming back? And the answer is simple. Because the baseball part of Major League Baseball is wonderful. The sport itself is fantastic and is always getting better. The people who run it may be dipsticks. And I just caught myself trying to avoid an explicit rating here. Baseball as a game is wonderful because you can dip in, you can dip out. You can jump in midway through a game or midway through a season or follow every pitch. You can be a casual fan or a diehard fan. You could be a fantasy baseball fan that you're not really following a team. You're following the players on the individual teams. You may like that it's the team that you wore on your Little League uniform. I don't know the answer. But the reason baseball keeps coming back is because the game itself is so great. It came back after the Black Sox scandal. It came back after leagues and teams and all sorts of things were falling apart during the Great Depression. When there was an absolute, complete lack and apathy towards the interest of the game in the 60s and the early 70s, it came back. When people vowed in 1994, I'm never coming back by 1998, attendance records were being set. I'm never coming back when steroids hit. And lo and behold, baseball has come back. Well, Sully, what about these reports that young people aren't following it and the attendance is down and interest is down? That's been declared as long as I've been following baseball. Read articles in the 50s. You remember the golden age of baseball? The consensus was baseball is dying. Baseball is losing its audience. Kids don't relate to baseball. It's too slow. Football is the bigger sport. Baseball is the sport of the past. That's what they said during the age of Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. You know, the time that we all supposedly look at baseball at its peak. My point is this. 
Jeff, we love baseball because no matter how badly they try to screw it up, we love the game itself. And whether you have complete nincompoops like Bowie Kuhn or Crooks like Bud Selig or people who don't like the game like Rob Manfred or Donald Fear for that matter, or you have people who do the wrong thing, whether it's John Rocker or Jose Reyes or Aroldis Chapman or Marge Schott, or you have stupid decisions like blacking out games or dumb decisions like every uniform the Diamondbacks have ever worn. In the end, when you get on the field and you watch baseball, the game is great. The game is fun. The game works. The game itself is what draws us to it. You love baseball because baseball is great. And the best players play in a very flawed league. Now, if you want to change that and start a new league, I don't know, maybe it's the time to do it. Good luck with that. The infrastructure is not there. You'd have to build new stadiums and everything. This is what we got. This is what we love. The game itself is fun. I've been watching old games on YouTube, games from the 60s and 70s, and I'm transfixed. The game is fun. Watching it is fun. Seeing it unfold is like a wonderful novel 162 times a year. That's why we do it. And we don't do it Because we expect a championship. Hell, you're a Mets fan. You should know that better than anything. We do it because we want to experience this. The devotion to a team and throwing your emotion towards it. It's something that people only want a title. will never understand the joy of that. We do it because the game is great. Now let's go play it, just not at the risk of death. So go to the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app. Go to all the places you can follow us, including Twitter and Instagram. And you know what? Keep loving baseball. I do. This has been Locked On MLB for the hell day is it? The 18th day of June, 2020. I'm yours, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.